Bill O'Reilly here. Tuesday, July 13th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Big rise in inflation. Pro-democracy protests erupt in Cuba. Mayor de Blasio rejecting the CDC's mask guidelines for students. Homicides in D.C. hit a record high. Cartel violence in Mexico causing vegetable shortages in America. And a new study ranking the worst tippers in the country. Also ahead, Black Lives Matter, eight years old. But first, a report today says inflation was up 5.4% in June, the worst number in 13 years. This is very bad news for the Biden administration. Thousands of Cubans marching for their freedom. The communist regime quickly cutting internet access for the entire country to prevent activists from organizing. Despite videos showing starving locals screaming for democracy, the U.S. State Department at first said the unrest was caused by COVID, which is bull. New York City Mayor de Blasio rejecting the CDC's recommendations that vaccinated students and teachers be allowed to attend classes mask-free. Said de Blasio, quote, for now, we're sticking with the idea that wearing the masks is a smart thing to do in schools. A Big Apple, the nation's largest school district, more than 1.1 million students, and one of the most chaotic, largely because of de Blasio. The nation's capital, marking a sad milestone this week after it recorded 100 murders by July 10th, the earliest city has hit that number since 2003. The D.C. Police Union says the city usually hits 100 killings in October. Violent crime up 30% nationwide. Drug-fueled violence in Mexico, sparking a shortage of produce in some American grocery stores. Supplies of avocados, fruit, vegetables, and coffee all down as the border crisis spirals out of control. Each year, the USA imports more than $23 billion in agricultural products from Mexico. A survey published by CreditCard.com says... Younger Americans are bad tippers. According to the study, Generation Z, that's 18 to 24-year-olds, leave the least amount of money. Just 58% say they tip waiters and waitresses at sit-down restaurants. That figure stands at 90% for baby boomers, who obviously have more money, but come on. Generosity is important in any age group. In a moment, Black Lives Matter, eight years old. Right back. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty 
which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Today is the day Black Lives Matter was organized in 2013. Three women, Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, and Obel Tometi, created a black-centered political movement after the acquittal of George Zimmerman in the shooting death of Trayvon Martin. That was in Florida, as you may remember. The Black Lives Matter Foundation, now a global organization, USA, UK, Canada, other places, whose mission is to eradicate white supremacy and build local power to intervene in violence inflicted on black communities by the state and vigilantes. That's a quote. The BLM Foundation is also a self-proclaimed Marxist group. Nevertheless, Black Lives Matter donations are through the roof. About $100 million in 2020 given to the group. Companies donating, Nike, Disney, AT&T, Delta, Coca-Cola, many others. A poll last December from Pew says, quote, a majority of U.S. adults now express at least some support for the movement, but the 55% number is down from 67% in June 2020. So BLM is losing popularity. Founder Patrice Cullors had to resign two months ago after journalists found out she was buying multi-million dollar real estate in California. For a Marxist, that was a head turner. The problem, generally speaking, about Black Lives Matter is the militancy of the organization. It is dividing Americans over skin color. Now, there should be reform and an awareness of the African-American circumstance in the USA. Sometimes blacks are not treated fairly. The pursuit of happiness in America should be equal. Most good people would agree with that. But Black Lives Matter seeks to tear down the entire American structure and impose a new totalitarian regime. And that's dangerous to every American. We simply cannot have the most powerful nation on earth, a place where more people can seek opportunity than anywhere else on the planet. We simply cannot have the system that provides that opportunity destroyed. We also can't have violence. And Black Lives Matter provocateurs have fostered violence all over the country. When you have a demonstration, for example, in New York City, where the chant is, cops, pigs, fry them like bacon, when you have people en masse chanting that, that's violence. You can't have it. Yet the media accepts the Black Lives Matter militancy, and that's why we see it. But Americans are catching on here. Not only is the group Marxist, not only do they want to tear down all American traditions, but they are profiting Financially, at least Ms. Cullors did, and that will be the real signature of BLM. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. 
Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 156 years ago this month, the Treasury Department formed a new security agency to, quote, detect persons perpetrating frauds against the government, unquote. Early targets included alcohol smugglers, the Ku Klux Klan, and counterfeiters printing illegal money. The group was named for their clandestine operations in the aftermath of the Civil War, the Secret Service. Here's the story. The agency was formed in July 1865, right after the Civil War, as law and order unraveled in the southern states and criminals ran wild in major northern cities. By 1894, the Secret Service began part-time protection of President Grover Cleveland after he was threatened. Seven years later, following the assassination of President William McKinley, Congress requested Secret Service protection for all future presidents. By 1902, the agency assumed full-time responsibility for ensuring the security of the commander-in-chief. Before that, only two men, two, were assigned full-time to the White House. 100 years after its founding, the Secret Service would be tasked with protecting the president, vice president, president-elect, former presidents, and their families. Now, the service has 8,000 employees, 3,000 special agents, 120 field offices, and 20 sites in foreign countries. The annual budget for the Secret Service, $3 billion, big-ticket item. To this day... Just one member of the service has died protecting the president. On November 1st, 1950, two Puerto Rican nationalists stormed the house that President Harry Truman was renting while the White House underwent renovations. In the attempt to kill Mr. Truman, the terrorists shot a member of the Secret Service three times. And here's something else you might not know. The origin of the Secret Service is just plain sad. The legislation authorizing the agency was signed by President Abraham Lincoln on April 14, 1865. He was shot and killed by John Wilkes Booth just eight hours later because he had terrible protection at Ford's Theater. You can read all about that in my book, Killing Lincoln. Back after this. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.